Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. <sighs> see if I'm recording this. Yes, I Hey, am. guess who just got back today? Uh, the boys? Season three. Yes, season, season three. Yes, it is. Uh, this one is called The Troll Farmer. He is number 38. Um, it took me a while on I have a episode. note that says, I forget what I'm writing. My only note. I have a lot of thoughts about them, so my only note that I wrote down was... <laughs> you wrote one note, and you can't decipher it. They fucked it up by over-saturating? Oh, over-saturating the, um, the, uh, the Twitter feeds and whatever. Yes, yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, that totally fucked it up. They you gotta give mean... one plausible, you gotta give a plausible lead and keep on reinforcing it and create a path. Mm-hmm. Not... Say there are four places. And have some like statistical outliers for like to account for like some non-reliable witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. But you say, oh, they, the, uh, especially the head of the criminal division said that they caught, said that they caught them. Yeah. I am the head of the criminal division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool idea. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the troll farmer, his downfall was saying, I will finish this contract, but then I'm done with you. And Red's like, fine. Fine. That's Since you you're done with me. Red's like, as you wish. Yeah. yeah and every we... time he said, as you wish, what he really meant was, I love you. Mm-hmm. And every time he meant "I love you," what he really meant was, "I'm gonna uh, give you, hand you over to wrestle you out." Yeah, yeah, wrestler who got his big, his big promotion. Yeah, uh, under not the circumstances he would like, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, kind of a bat. One of the one of those battlefield promotions. Arrested his boss. You know, that's one way to advance through the ranks. Yeah, just outlive and out not get arrested by. Everyone or else, else. Yeah. Oh man, I've got some allergies tonight. You're you're handling that mute button pretty well. Thank Nate's you. having these huge sneezes, and he keeps keeps hitting mute just in time. They are earth shattering sneezes. <laughs> they, they, I'm watching you, and the head's going like way back. <laughs> it's the kind where if I'm driving, I'm gonna crash my car. Like, oh, that's the worst. Terrifying. And you know, I get, I I sneeze when I. I'm one of those people where if you go to if I go from dark to light or mm -hmm. the sun shines right in my eyes, yeah, I start sneezing uncontrollably, which is actually a very dangerous trait when you're driving. Mm -hmm. Come out from a tunnel, you're already having your eyes adjust to the fucking the shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else with this episode. Okay, so we already okay, so talking... we open up like like it. This is one where I I should have done a little bit more like. Where did things leave off last yeah. season? Because mm -hmm. I was like, what is she running away from? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I remember. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so we leave off. She had just she had shot the uh, the attorney general, mm-hmm. who is a member of the uh, Tom Connolly, right? The, Tom Con- smiling, smiling, smiling Tom, Tom Connolly. Connolly. Yep. Um, um, not to be uh, not to be mistaken with brooding Tom Keen. No, different. Those are different smiling Toms. Tom Connolly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she shot him, and she got away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has also been set up as a Russian spy. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because of her connection to her mother and stuff. And so that's ha- that happened. Um, the other thing that happened is Red gets the gets the fulcrum in his possession less than what a couple days at tops before he releases yeah. it you know i'm sure he wa- would yeah. have wanted to just hold on to it for a while but yeah but for, he, he kind of his hand was forced too yeah right? um and it made cia director look like a jackass because they're like i thought he didn't have it blah 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 um yeah well cia director is in trouble now yeah because you got i didn't uh, know that the director of the cia was kept secret Oh no, I don't think he's actually the director of the he's the director of some special part of the CIA. Oh, okay. I if thought the director of the CIA is is um is yeah, it's like a presidential appointment. So that is someone that who knows we know who that is if I was to Google it right yeah. now. And it wouldn't be given to me by <laughs> Edward Snowden. Yeah. Um, I want to take an aside Although here. Although I bet Edward Snowden knows who the director of the CIA is, too. He probably does. Um, yeah. I want to take this moment to talk about how John Hendren, the um, the Twitter guy, he's on Twitter. Yeah. He does the weird Twitter stuff. Did you see this thing on Headline News? Uh, you know, I read the transcript, but I actually didn't watch the video. It's hilarious, because he's keeping a straight face this whole time. They're asking this guy, John Hendren, who's a, you know, Famous on Twitter, basically. He's got like 76, 78,000 followers or whatever. Probably more now, after this. They asked him to comment on John Edward Snowden joining Twitter and stuff, and he's talking about it, about him, and it turns out he's talking about Edward Scissorhands. And the headline news anchor just keeps going, like, with it. Like, she's not even listening to him, what he's saying. It's the she's hilarious. She's got her preset questions. Yeah, yeah, she's just got her preset question. At one point, you hear her head kind of, like, turn a little bit, because she's got an earpiece in. You know, yeah. So I feel like someone's telling her he's fucking with you, but she doesn't know how to. Like she doesn't know like what. Yeah, yeah. She just like she's point, not at, she's not like An, she's not like Anderson Cooper or someone who's smart. You know. Yeah. Um, or maybe maybe she's smart. Maybe she's just maybe she's smart. Maybe she's just like maybe, maybe she, she just, just doesn't under pressure. And... Under I'm thinking and, and also it's your job. You're like, oh great! I gotta talk to this jackass from the you internet. You think they're just perform? They're just performing, right? So they're reading questions, mm-hmm. probably, and like maybe you know, they had a hand get, in helping write get the questions. You your cadence, and you just you, yeah, just go from one question to the next. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like let's say you and I were to pl- play a duet, and we both had our instruments. Let's say we were both yeah. playing saxophones. And we're going to play a duet, uh-huh. and there's this one part in the song where you go, do-do-do, and I go, do-do-do, and you go, do-do-do, and I go, do-do-do, and you go, do-do-do-do, and I go, do-do, and then you go, do-do-do, and then I go, da-da-da-da, and then you go, da-da-da-da, and I go, da da you know? Except yeah. except during the performance, you're like, and I'm like, do-do-do, do-do-do, and I'm like, do-do-do, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You don't, Yeah. Especially sometimes with these shows, they like they have the producer go through questions beforehand, mm-hmm. and you answer the questions. Mm. So like, so the producer's like, yeah, and here he'll say, you ask him this, and here he'll say, you know, something about this, and that's when you ask the follow-up question about this. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, the the other thing was how he um he was like he. When he was talking, they were talking to John Henry after the thing, and they're, he was like, "I kept expecting them to just cut me off and hang up on me," when they didn't. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, um. 
So CIA, okay, so the Fulcrum is released. We we find out what the Fulcrum is, and it's released in less than a couple episodes anyway. Um, yeah. After talking about it for two seasons. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. I mean, it is a cool thing. It has all the stuff on it. Um, and it's been leaked and stuff. Um, um, other things. Uh, so she has been, she's, she's on the run along with, um, Red. And it's kind of cool to see how, like, cause up until now we've seen from the perspective of someone who watches Red disappear. And now we're seeing yeah. the, the behind the curtains thing and how yeah. much exactly goes into it. It's not just him, like, just like stealing a shirt from a clothesline and putting a hat on. Yeah. He's got like an like, army. All these people. Yeah. So, so they, yeah. So their first stop is to go hole up in this bar. No, their first stop is to get bar. in this van, and then they've got this setup where, um, they got this. Oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they've got not only do they have a van, they've got a a, a, a truck full of cars, um, already set up and in, in on route so that that thing's like in a hang, bunker some in a hangar somewhere ready to go at all times he's right. like deploy plan 69 D. alpha or something yeah. yeah and then um not only that so that driver's in on it the driver behind him in that van behind him had to have been in on it or they would have been like what the hell this car in front of me just drove onto this vehicle ramp right yeah right and then yeah. so that person bumped forward a little bit to create no gaps in traffic um and so that was cool. And then you got the whole, and not only that, but Red knows everybody. So first, the first thing was one you posted to my wall, wall when it was like, uh, clean it, burn it, uh, give me regards to Chi-Chi. And then the yeah. other one was uh, when they're at the bar and he says, yeah, but Elizabeth lives, or but so-and-so lives in Denver. Like he knows where the guy's sister lives and she's, n she's yeah. not part of his plans at all. He does his, uh, yeah. He he definitely does his due diligence. Mm -hmm. So he's got all this stuff going. Um. So they get down to this bar. Um, remind me to we should talk about Dembe at some point. And then we yes. should also talk about um the little sister of the bar owner. Okay, so they get to this thing. Yeah. Um, I guess I could just... I don't have a pen with me, though. Um, I have, like, one pen in this entire house. So. But, um... See, I, I have one pen in my office and 30 pens in my house because every day at the office I'm like, Where's my pen? Mm. Oh, I left it in my pants pocket when I went home. Yeah. And then I go get a new pen and then I put it in my pocket and then I go home and I'm like, Oh, I got a pen in my pocket. Well, I'll just set it here with the others. Yep. <laughs> um, that was a cool story. It is a good. It is a cool story. Um, I should. I don't use a pen at work either, so I take all my notes. Paperless. On, I use. I take all my notes on one note and stuff. I've got multiple. You, you know, when you get multiple monitors and stuff, you can like take your notes and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And then also, you don't have to worry about taking your notes home with you. They're always yeah. with you. Um, except when I'm watching TV, I don't bring my computer into the living room. Yeah. So I take notes on this and notes that I can't read. And then Levi helps me uh, decipher my thoughts. But, um, okay, so... So so Red's got this thing, and we finally get to see that what what the what these this kind of escape looks like from his end. He's got the just to think of the amount of resources that Red has to be able to afford at all times. Yeah. Um. Surely all he's not paying are... everyone a living wage at all times. Just like it's probably like you're on a retainer until I need you, and then you get a bump. You yeah. know, it's a paper for paper. Pay per performance kind of thing. Plus, everyone. Yeah. We we kind of saw last season that people who kind of work for him are do so out of gratitude versus fear. So he's done yeah, something for he's them. All. Saved them or done yeah. something for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, the troll. The 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 but the troll farmer is purely. It's purely. Uh, uh, that's just economic. a contracted. Yeah, that's just a contract. Yeah. Position. Yeah. Um. 
and that guy's got, you know, the whole, the army of, uh, of folks in there, um, doing their stuff, and that's actually kind of a neat idea, and did you like how, um, when, in France, when that train shooting happened, was that in Paris? Mm -hmm. I think it was on the way to Paris or something. Yeah, because when he go, because then, because because he alluded to like two real life things, right? He talked about an Ebola yeah. outbreak in Atlanta and a terrorist attack in Paris, and those being covers yeah. for other things. So which was interesting. diversions for something else. Which is fun. Yeah. It's that stuff's kind of fun, even though people died in real life. Yeah. Um, but it's still fun. That's well. Not... Here's the. This is the interesting thing, though, about the, the troll hunter um, gambit that they used, mm -hmm. is they send SWAT teams to, like, gangland. Yeah. And, uh, and like, <laughs> what's her name almost got killed? Hello? Hello? Okay, good. All right, so they get sent to gangland, and Samar almost gets killed because of this. Yeah. I like how fed up wrestler is about this. He didn't even turn around to see if she was okay. He just shot the dude and turned around. Like he saw yeah, them he both. Is... He saw both Samar and the dude go down, and he just turned around. Yeah, he's just pissed. Yeah. And he's upset. You know who he's mad at mm -hmm. most of all? Himself. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. For letting for letting Lizzie go. Well, let's see. How, how many? How much bad things has happened? And his personal life has been horrible too. Yeah, his personal life has like, just been a wreck. Like, was he engaged to someone? And something bad happened about it? Yeah. I kind of feel like that. And then, like, he had obvi he obviously has feelings for Liz. Yeah, he let those feelings get in the way, and he let mm -hmm. her escape. Mm -hmm. And then she killed the attorney general. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I liked is how wrestler pronounced an attorney general of the United States. I like that pronunciation. United States. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, so so that was that was kind of neat. Samar's looking pretty pretty this this episode. Um. I I finally made the connection. She's she was in um. My dreams. In your dreams. And also my pants. Also, that sure, that too. But what I was going to was House of Cards. Seasons one and two. Uh House of She plays she plays a reporter. Oh, okay. So she was in House of Cards. Okay. She plays a reporter. Okay. Did she report yeah. on the size of my nuts? Uh yeah, yeah. It was a he was like, hey, look at these little things. Yeah, was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Cool, cool. Good to know. Good to know. What, what is that? What are you holding? Oh, that's a, is that a violin? No, it's a ukulele. I was just picked it up. Ukulele. Sorry, I couldn't see very well. No, no, no. Sorry, I was messing around with stuff. I play with things when they're around me. This ukulele I bought like a year and a half ago, um, and I've never played it until a huh? friend, friend of mine asked me to friend of mine is playing ukulele at a wedding next weekend and she didn't know how to transpose um the chords from one thing to another so I had to so I said I'll transpose the chord for you and then I wanted to make sure that the chords that I transposed were actually playable on the ukulele because some chords are really difficult to play on ukulele oh, so yeah. I had to learn ukulele yeah. quick while I was transposing it so while you're trans um, by learn ukulele, I mean I learned the learned the the, the chords. You learned the, the chords that you needed to learn. Yeah, and it was a, it, it's a Disney it was a Disney song, so it's got a lot of chords, like seven. It's like do 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 somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. Um. That's whenever you talk about ukulele, that's just what I assume. Oh, oh, right, yeah. The Kaliki man, Kaliki, how is real. Yeah. What kind of beer you got there? I got a, an, an amber right oh. now. I got the variety pack from Alley Cat Brewery, which is a, an Edmonton brewery. Oh, okay. Very nice. I was drinking their apricot beer before this. 
Or as they would say down in the refreshing. southern United States, apricot. Apricot? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with those people? Then again, they're they're like from where apricots come from. So yeah. Maybe they, they know better. Than us. They invented them. They they grow them, all yep. of them. It was like I was listening to this story once. It was a joke. It was like, okay, like so this guy gets a, and it might be a true story. I don't know. I read it in Reader's Digest, one of those humor in America or comedy yeah. at large or all in a day's yeah. work. Anyways, this guy gets in the elevator with a British guy, and he's like. Like calls it an elevator. The guy's like, "You mean the lift?" He's like, "Yes, the elevator." He's like, "You mean the lift?" And he's like, "We invent. It's out. We invented it. It's the elevator." Uh, it's a <laughs> and the British guy's like, "Well, we invented the language." Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like and how? If you if you gotta argue something, the Britishism is always gonna be more fancy, right? Except in this case, you'd think that they would want to call it elevator, because to elevate something is fancier than calling, saying lift something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I go exclusive. Do you know I go exclusive British spelling now? I yes. I have to. Well, that's because you live in Canada. Kind of... That's your. That's the. But then I. Then I. I've. I've... I Facebook an American because people just will make fun of me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Otherwise. that's good because like they do, they do, and they're really stupid about it. Um, people are like color with a U. You're like, yes, I know. This is I'm I know. <laughs> I spelled things the way the, the way a bunch of people spell this thing. Yeah, like just. Just it's at some point though you gotta spell it the if 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 all of your stupid American friends are gonna miss the point and get hung up on a spelling, spell it the American way, right? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Like, did did you understand what I was saying? Then respond to it. Yeah. Don't act confused like you don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Perhaps I don't see the humor in this situation as much as you do, but. <laughs> It's a, it's a great it's a great joke. Don't get me wrong. I've just heard it for three years. Yeah. Um. I remember when I first encountered this. I was in second grade. Um. Was it second grade? Taking KLM Airlines to Amsterdam. Mm, yeah, you would have been. Yeah, you would have been second grade. Yep. Yeah. And coloring books. Have the word color in a lot of them, especially when you oh, don't yeah. want to read, like, like color this thing or color that, or help this guy find his way through by coloring this stuff. And I remember asking my dad about that, and he's just like, "In other countries, that's what they do." Okay, I'm like, "Okay, there, all right, I figured right, it no, out." Shut up. <laughs> well, he, he didn't say it like <laughs> that, but like he he yeah. effectively said, "Yeah, in other countries, they spell it like that." And I was like, "Okay." I will. <laughs> Good Done. to know. Learn. He's like, learned. he goes in every other country. They spell it like that in English, even though they use yeah. other languages too. And I said, okay. Yeah. Now I will go about my day with this junior flight attendant, with this junior pilot. <laughs> Remember the ladies, the girls got junior stewardess pins. And yes. Got yes. How, how, how progressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is 1984, and let's face it. Yeah. I've only recently started seeing female pilots, and I'm I'm not a person. I haven't done polls, right? I'm just a person who flies yeah. sometimes. And I've only recently, yeah. and I, sometimes I'll see a female pilot, and you have this cognitive dissonance in your head from this ingrown sexism that you've grown up with, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like that. Um, whatever study we were talking about, where um, the surgeon washed her hands, prov uh, provokes the same thing in your brain as yeah. bad grammar does. Um, yeah, it's like you've got you've got this um, this intrinsic kind of an intrinsic and implicit bias type of thing. Yeah. So I saw um, a female pilot, and I was it. I was like, wait a second. That flight attendant 
has got all these other flight attendants doing what she says, and she gets a bigger bag on board, and she's going into the dark cockpit and sitting down, and she doesn't... Flight attendants can't fly. Get her out of there. Get her out of there. She's wearing slacks. She's wearing pants. (laughs) Her jacket has stripes on it. Has chevrons. Chevra. Stop. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. You, get out. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Oh, and then she did the, then she did the, this is your pilot speaking. And I was like, like, how many old people do you think on the flight are freaking out right now? Do you think, like, sometimes she just doesn't want to deal with it. So she hands it to the co-pilot and to the, who's, who might be a dude and say, just act like you're me and be like, yeah, we're going on this thing, and we're going to walk around, and it's a beautiful thing, and blah, blah, blah. We're going to circle the air a couple more times to uh, wait for them to clear the jetway. My, my favorite pilot announcement is the flight attendants to the station. Or whatever, like, just a little... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. And then I'm like, what? What? <laughs> And then the yeah. flight attendant gets on a little secret phone. Oh, yes? Okay. Yeah. It's the the parachutes, you say? Yes. Evacuate, you say? Okay. <laughs> Emergency exit row, you say? Okay. And then she wait for her. Everything's fine, guys. <laughs> Everything's fine. She's buckling into her little, her little uh, ejector seat. Yeah. Straps on her parachute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumps out. <laughs> Coffee, tea. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, yes. Anyways, I uh, don't know how we got off on that. I don't even remember. Okay, so let's talk about the hiding in the basement of the bar. Yeah, that was. And wait, the, that was. Sister of the bar. Yeah, that was rather cool. I also like that it was a well-stocked, uh, uh, it was a well-stocked, um, panic room. I'm gonna... Yeah. Uh, it's got, it had the wine. Red pulls the one bottle down, looks at it. Oh, yes, good year. He's like, let and me catch up on Bassmaster. Like, as if Red, red reads... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's like Red and Red Red's looking at this bottle of wine and then says, it'll give me time to catch up on Bassmaster, which I imagine is a fishing magazine? I th- think so. Yeah, which is a funny thing to read. That's kind of funny. Red. Yeah, yeah. You know? At least read Ducks Unlimited. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Come people on, have heard of that one. But he tells a Red story about yep. being holed up somewhere. <laughs> Could store. you imagine how sick of that Liz would be after a week? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be funny if the whole episode were just like it was one of those special episodes. You know how some shows have their special episodes where like yeah, it's yeah. Like... So they're down there, and he's telling stories, and his flashes back. Yeah, I yeah. Did and, the thing and, where you put the and... plural in the middle of the compound noun. I like I back. like how he flashes back. Yeah. Um. And, and, you know, three quarters of the way through, they have a huge yelling match, and then they have mm-hmm. some sort of cathartic moment, and then and then they leave the room. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, like the episode... Yeah, they do that with all sorts of great shows. Yeah. Usually there's, like, a power outage or something involved. Yeah. Um, you, you know what one of the better episodes like that are was? This is the Family Guy episode. Yeah, like, that one was yeah, good. Did you ever that see show, that one? That show usually sucks, but that was a good one. Um, yeah. That was a good one. Um, the other one that was uh, when Walt is trying to kill this fly that's in the lab. Yes. That was cool. Yes. And then there's other ones. I think I think I remember episode of Family Ties. You know, I don't know. Different. Yeah, they were locked in the basement, right? I don't know. If I recall correctly. But... Um, um, so, but but the week-long uh, bar basement excursion gets cut short because 
sister freaks out. Yes. Calls the FBI tip line. Yeah. And uh, and the FBI response was remarkably quick. Yeah, I gotta say, Actually. um, I gotta say, uh, I think I was going back and forth. I think she did the right thing. Um, but I mean, it's, it still maybe you've a... got a fugitive. Yeah, what she has is limited information, right? Yeah. I mean, she has what she had, what she... So she was... believes what she had heard on the scene on TV. Although, on the other hand, at some point, it shows that you don't really trust your brother. You know? Yeah, so like... that's the other thing. And you're staying at his place. You're staying Come at his on. place. So it's an interesting what thing. What kind so of the... guest are you? Maybe they don't have that kind of relationship, you know, the kind where they agree on things politically or anything. So, like, don't talk about guns around Cousin Bradley, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, don't. You know better than to talk about your fugitives in the basement with your sister. Yeah, yeah. So it could be that. This always ends in an argument. <laughs> Once again, Thanksgiving is ruined. <laughs> um, and the stuffing was too dry. <laughs> and furthermore, um. So yeah, um. But they get out just in time. They got out just in time. And they're back, and then they're on the lamb. But they're they're going straight for the. Uh, for they the were almost farmer. home free, but then I mean they would have still had oh, to yeah. abandon ship because they were then at that point they were on the radar of the FBI. But they yeah. said like heck, Aram, call the thing back, and then the phone rings in the basement, which is not very well soundproofed. Like that was a really no, not at all for. For for a well prepared like yeah like that's a thing where like you could sneeze down there and someone might hear or like yeah. what if someone's just in the bar and it's like noon so they're in there for lunch having a beer they're not supposed to have a beer for lunch because they had to go back to work but they're having a beer for lunch and they're in there yeah. having like a hamburger and like they hear two people like and then I was in Mogadishu with the you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's Weathering what... out this storm. And then also, can you imagine not being able to sleep at night in that bar? Because there's going to be music and dancing and stomping around upstairs at all hours of the night. Yeah, this is in D.C. What are the, what's the bar time in D.C.? Because if this was like, if this, because this is East Coast, and I don't know, I think East Coast, this isn't Wisconsin bar time. Like in New York, it doesn't, don't the bars stay up until like three or four? I think so, maybe. I don't know. It is after all. The like, season I, never sleep. You make it New York. You can make it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that would suck. That's why I can't like I can't imagine people who have like an apartment above a bar or whatever. Yeah. I would hate my life. Yeah. I think below would be worse, but above would also be bad. Yeah, below would suck. Yeah. Um, Because you get the stomping. Um, Yeah, it's the stomping. I mean, high-pitched and voices Um, go up, though. Yeah. So. So they get out just in time, but leave what's-his-name to get uh, (laughs) smoke-grenaded. That's what he gets. (laughs) Serves him right for like, letting seriously, his sister he should have told the he should have prepped his sister. He had, he probably had at least ten minutes of yeah lead time. His sister got a little freaked out because she had this guy pointing a gun at her too. Also, what's she doing Red. in the bar in the middle of the day? She's grieving. She's a grieving widow. Get her away from the alcohol. Yeah. And also, wait. I just realized she's single now, huh? Huh. Hello. So, so then they get to the troll hunter, and he um, farmer. Troll hunter is yeah, a mo- is a Norwegian movie. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's good. Natalie's Natalie's. I have, and Natalie's uh, showing it in her uh, folklore class this this semester. It's super awesome. It's a good, good movie. Yeah. I was like, Natalie, you should... I, we actually just had this conversation this afternoon. I'm like, Natalie, you should ha- show Troll Hunter in your folklore class. And she's like, I am. 
And that's what, that was the conversation. That was the conversation. <laughs> hey, Natalie, you know this topic that you have a PhD in and I don't? Anyways, you should have an idea for your it. class. <laughs> <laughs> Students will get a real kick out of it. No. You can use this you can use this joke in your comedy bit. In your comedy skit. Yeah. Use it in your comedy skit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, so the um first of all, Liz um dyes her hair um blonde. It's a look for her. And she gives it a nice little wave. Yeah, a nice wave to it. So it's like um, it's like did she red So that so th- this person's house must have had hair dye and some kind of flat iron or big giant curls or big curling iron. I don't know how that how those hair gets made, but it's it's well, it's not an accident. You can't do that on accident. Yeah, but the cool thing was like, um, oh, I forgot. There's that great little scene where they were picking out a car mm-hmm. to steal, mm-hmm. and Red's like, that's a little ostentatious or whatever. And Liz- Lizzie had this whole like very well reasoned, yeah. Like, she was teaching Red a, a little lesson. Yeah, we're reminded that she's a psychologist. Or yeah. psycho... She's, she's one of these a... profilers. And she's been around, kid. Mm-hmm. And a square oh. kid. And a square kid. Yep. Got my, got my kitty here. Alright, so... Hi, kitty. That kitty's really... Okay, so uh, that kitty's now? really... That kitty's really, uh really active tonight like he's like i'm gonna hang out with you just kidding now i'm gonna go over here just kidding i'm going over here all right now yeah, I'm gonna natalie go here. You, you missed off camera natalie was using earlier she was using the uh the laser pointer with him oh uh, okay it's going a little crazy over it that's the class you know, he's just a he's a one-year-old so he's still he's still, still uh baby. full of no, he'll still full chase, of piss and vinegar he'll still chase that that uh that light as he gets older yeah kenya still does she's a seven-year-old dog what a dumb dog just kidding (laughs) okay so so that oh martha marta the um marta she either she made i presume the maid right presume the maid yeah because she comes she's coming in with the dry cleaning she's got a key yeah she's housekeeping anyways yeah like someone whose duties are that, but like, um, how? What's great about Red is he. It's like we're not gonna kill. He puts his gun down to his side. We're not gonna kill you. We're gonna. We're not gonna hurt you. We're gonna lock you in the bath. Take your cell phone. And lock you in the bathroom. Gonna take your cell phone and lock you in the bathroom. Yeah. Um. And, oh, and by the way, they that hit your hair. hair. The way it frames your face is very becoming, which is I love the way. Red says things like becoming, which is very fa- old timey. Um, yeah. But she was like, gracias. You know? And. It's like, did not. Yeah, he gets up, he makes a friend. You know? And then he yeah. just, like, he takes, he grabs the, the, the dry cleaning and, like, you know, you know, gestures, like, lead the way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you first. And she, he's like, and she's like, let me give you your card. My card, and I'll do you a favor someday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're ever in a bind, Red, call me. Thanks yeah, call a lot me for locking me in the bathroom. Yeah, I can get. We can get some. How good's your How good's your laundry? Not that good. That's from John Wick. But if he has ever got a really bloody uh, suit, I bet you she'd be able to take care of it. Could probably help. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they 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 get her set up, and she looks. Uh, so and then. And then Lizzie looks like her mom. Yes, that's the ba- that's that. More talk about Lizzie's mom, mm-hmm. which we learned about late last season, I think. Mm-hmm. Something sure Rostova. Her mom was a Russian spy. Something Rostova. And yeah, her, and her name, her birth name is Masha Rostova. Masha Rostova. Mm-hmm. It's Maria Rostova, I think. Something is that what the mom that. is? Other M, I think. Okay. I don't think so, but I'll, just... I'll agree to disagree. Um, we'll... because <laughs> uh, I don't actually have an alternative, but I don't. But Marie doesn't sound right. Maria, Marie. Irina, Irina, Arena. Oh, Arena. Yeah, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, maybe I just think that because I know a Russian lady at work who's named Irina. 
Do you say Irina? No. She's a corporate be, lawyer. Are you really obnoxious about it? No, I'm not. I'd be really obnoxious about it if I were you. No. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> she came here from Russia and then decided to become a lawyer. Like, she came here to, like, do hair or some nice. shit? Yeah. She came here to do hair or some shit, and she's doing hair for someone, and they were a lawyer. She's like, I might want to try that. So she became one. Now she's our corporate Just give lawyer. Give that a go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Um... I think I'm telling that story correctly. We had uh, we had lunch together one time because we were both walking to lunch because um, there's a bunch of restaurants nearby where I work and I eat out like every day for lunch. You so you, you, your work is like by near the lake, right? Close to it, yeah. Yeah, you you drove me past it, right? I think I think I know where Probably. it is. Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So um, you're near downtown. Yes. So, anyways, um, her, she looks like her mother, and then, then, um, okay, da 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 da. Um, they're the ghost farmers getting the or the the, the troll farmers getting them out, and they're in two separate vans. Um. Uh, but do but now red she's, red gets out. Lizzie doesn't. Lizzie doesn't. Lizzie hits the go, hits the Russian embassy. Um, says, yeah. My name is Masha Rostova. I work for FSB or whatever the whatever the I think it has an F in it. Um, yeah, FSB. She said. Yeah, and uh, she says that looking straight at wrestler. Um. Yeah. And that's where the thing ends. But yeah, I feel like this. Wouldn't the embassy be able to verify that and then turn her out on her like on her. Uh, turn her out on her bootstraps or whatever the saying is like as soon as that happens yeah I I actually think she should have just jumped the wall and said I need asylum yeah and the the Russians will sort it out but that's like a very her her being a her being a agent of the FSB is presumably um, a pure fiction and very easily determined to be false Unless, 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 two two things could happen. Number one, she could be an agent of the um, Russians. Yep. I think that's less likely. Mm-hmm. More likely, her mother is still still active. got a role of influence and power, and her mother pulls a string. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or alternately, there are some. At least, so I've been watching Blind Spot. I think that's on NBC. Um, it's only two episodes that have come out, but this lady, she's got amnesia, doesn't know who she is, but she's got covered in toe, head to toe, and tattoos, and they're full of clues. And there's one theory that they have is that she's Navy SEALs, even though they don't have, she's not, they don't have female Navy SEALs. Um, but they think maybe they wouldn't, we wouldn't know if they did. Like it would be like a top secret kind of thing. So maybe, yeah. Maybe the FSB or like the black ops of FSB would be like you know like how what alias is to to CIA, yeah. yeah. Where people at the embassy aren't gonna have that information. Do you think yeah, people at that. the U.S. embassy in Russia have the information on who's a, who are the top secret spies for us? No, no, they I don't know. I think at embassies, I think it, at embassies, it's an within embassy personnel or certain levels of embassy personnel, it's an open secret who the CIA like station chief is. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who like the embedded agents are, that would be a highly tightly kept secret. I think. Do you think most of the Russian embassy in DC, most of their shit that they have to deal with is people, Russian nationals for losing their passport and having to Probably. Go, go check yeah. in and get that shit taken yeah. care of. Like, every yeah, once in a while, they're like, I hope some spy jumps the fence. I hope some spy Dude, jumps... Somebody walks to the... Like, the person at the reception desk is like, please let it be a spy. Please let it be a spy. Please let it be a spy. So I lost my passport. I lost... God them. damn it. <laughs> I lost my passport. 
Oh, you do. I can't do Russian accents. I can't do it either. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I lost my I lost my passport. I did. Russia. Hey <laughs> man. Uh, they also say the name of their Dad country. Lost his... <laughs> Dad lost his passport when he visited me in Kenya. Do you know that? Dad lost his passport. Okay, so how? What happened? What did he do? Oh, sorry, you cut out for a second. Uh, so I. <clears throat> It was probably my, probably partly my fault. I took him on a really crowded bus, uh, which like he got his pocket and like he got he got pickpocketed, lost his ca passport and some cash, mm -hmm. and uh, so then we had to go. <clears throat> and that's common. Like pickpockets are really good, were really good in Kenya, at least when I was there. Um, so then, in order to get a so you need to do two things to get a new passport at the U.S. Embassy. First, you need to get a police report. You need to file a police report with the Kenyan police that your passport was stolen. Pointless because they won't do anything about it. Sure. So we go to the Kenyan police, and I was really nervous about it. And so was Dad, because we both knew that the police were corrupt. I had been solicited bribes before previously during my time there mm -hmm. and I had a friend like get beaten up by the police he wasn't an American um, mm -hmm. I think it's it would be less likely for the cops to beat up an American and just toss him in a jail cell but we didn't know him mm -hmm. so we did this whole thing we we had to, we were probably like overly cautious so I'm like okay dad you go into the police station I'll wait out in the parking lot so that way you know if if you get into trouble i'm out here if we both go in and we get into trouble then we're both in trouble so you know we've had one person on the outside one person on the inside i still to this day think it was smart but probably overly cautious sure right so he files his police report um and then we had to go take pick you had to do a passport picture mm -hmm. and of course there, there's it's like a weekend mm -hmm. and he's leaving on on monday so it's like, where can we get a passport? Okay, we can't get a passport picture taken anywhere. So we get like, there's got to be a photographer camp. at the em at the embassy. I know you have to have that before you go to the embassy. Okay. I don't know why. Don't ask. Don't ask me why. It's, okay. it's government bureaucracy, right? Yeah. So we get the passport picture. How did you take that? And uh, oh, so what we did? We used Dad's camera. And then, and like, quick, got we, the film developed because Dad doesn't have a digital like, camera, does he? Yeah, no, it was, yeah, and that was before digital cameras were really common. This was 2001. Right. So there were digital cameras, but, um, so we, we had them stand in front of a curtain somewhere and I took a picture and we kind of framed it the same way, like tried to get a good framing of it so that it would yeah. be about passport size, but we were doing it outside. And so these ladies came up to us and were like, Hey, take our picture too. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Okay, see you later. <laughs> uh, we aren't even getting it developed right now, so <laughs> not sure what we're what you want us to do doing with this. So yeah, so we got it developed, and then we went to the and and the story gets really boring after this. We waited in line and got they got the passport at the at the embassy. Yeah. But it was that was it. Like, did he have to produce any other identification? Yeah, I think he had his license and things like that. Okay. So, be a shame his passport. Yeah, how would you get it? Like, why would you carry your driver's it? license overseas anyway? Yeah, I don't know. And why wasn't he wearing it, a passport thing happen? around his neck like you're supposed to under your shirt? Yeah, I don't know. Here's what he did. He had a he had a he had a fanny pack mm -hmm. actually. And cool. He put. I'm, I'm like, watch out for pickpockets. So he put the fanny pack. So this is impressive. He had passport in his front pocket, fanny pack over, over his the pocket. pocket. And someone and he still got pickpocketed. Wow. That's some next level stuff. Well, good job, yeah. pickpockets. Yeah, good. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Yeah, good job, picks pocket. Picks pocket. Mm -hmm. Uh so and then we and then we asked for asylum as spies. Oh, cool. As well. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was. As we figured, it was faster to get back to the U.S. that way than yeah. just fly. I think so. Yeah, fly, 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 fly. helicopters. 
All right. So, let us Final go. thoughts? No, we've oh, got... we have an email. We have a couple emails here. Both of them from Cassie. Awesome. Thank you, Cassie. So she says, uh, Hi, Nate and Levi. Welcome back. Oh, by the way, if you, as listeners, want to email us, bjorkbrothers at gmail.com. So, um, she says, Hey, Nate and Levi, welcome back. Missed you guys over the break. Hope y'all are well and that you got uh, to enjoy some much-needed R&R. So, a few quick observations for the season premiere of The Blacklist. Uh, One, tunnel scene with the van switcheroo hide-and-seek was cool but obvious. If they had officers mm-hmm. with eyes on Red and Lizzie, why didn't they see that happen? Okay. Um, maybe... Th- fair point, Cassie. Yeah, fair point. I mean, I'm, th- it goes back to, I think that co- fan behind them was there, but it is... Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Dembe has a daughter and a granddaughter, WTF. They just ruined that character for me. I wanted my Dembe to remain mysterious and brooding and kick-assy. What are they going to do next? Show us Mr. Kaplan r- running an orphanage and baking cookies? <laughs> yeah, Dem- Dembe all of a sudden turns into Taken guy. Yeah, so Dembe, his Tom to brief, what I don't know, I'm not gonna look it up. Um, that he tweets, he like tweets back at everyone who tweets at him. And someone said, um, someone said like I had no idea that Dembe had a uh, granddaughter and granddaughter. That was crazy surprise. He's like, it was a surprise to me, too, when I found out. So. <laughs> he's a very happy guy on Twitter. He's like, happy Harlem morning! Because he lives in Harlem. Every day. <laughs> he does that every morning. He tweets Every that. day, happy Harlem morning. Yeah. And then he, like, ends up, like, retweeting and answering everyone's questions. And he's like, who is Team Dembe? <laughs> you know, that kind of... <laughs> um, so, three. Love the troll character in his den of nerdy hackers. And did you guys catch Red's reference to the Ebola scare being social media driven to increase the stock shares of the miracle cure by Big Pharma? Yes. I did, but but yeah. Also very cool. Um, for how much... Oh, yes, I wanted to talk about this. How much so we love Aram. He's all happy that Lizzie and Red keeps escaping capture. Yeah, um, when he, when he's got this... He can't keep the grin off his face every time he's like, oh, they got away. (laughs) They got away. He's, like, smiling. Yeah, he can't keep the grin off his face. (laughs) Really bad news, guys. Giggle. They got away. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Like, sorry, guys. They're like, when he goes, they go in the tunnel and they come out and there's no one there. And he's like, that's impossible. He's like, yeah, but this is red. (laughs) You know, red, good old red. Damn you, red! <laughs> red complimented my hair before. Remember? <laughs> um, six or no five. The new supervillain is pretty badass and smooth. Gonna be interesting to see if he hangs around or if Dembe's gonna take him out once he fights off the serum. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. Who is he? Trent said he's in something else. Um, I don't remember what it was. But yeah, he when he has that baby and it was just so evil because he like he knocks out the mom, and then the baby does the, I'm a baby, I'm gonna touch your face, cute thing that babies do. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Also, yeah. I like the badass villain who is eating. While he's talking to you, like he doesn't yeah. stop eating, he's like and, picking and he, the bone out of his very, mouth. Very deliberately sets the the linen napkin on top of the blood spatter on the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't even stand up from his meal. Yeah, Dembe walks in. I wanted to be like, "Hey, we're just, this is just a restaurant." <laughs> yeah. That was just an innocent Mater D. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, wrong address, guys. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. It's next door. Whoops. Uh, so six. Why the hell didn't someone think to turn the ringer off when they heard wrestlers say, "Call the phone where the tip came from"? I'm thinking Red would have had 
would have been better off taking the sister down when he first had a chance. Probably, I don't think that's what Red does, but yes. Yeah. It's certainly what um, Berlin would have done. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was an okay episode. Sort of a slow start, but it held my interest. Hope they pick up the pace next week. The preview for the next episode looks explosive. Take it easy, guy. Cassie M. Now, I didn't to see the preview for the next episode, because I watched it on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, I didn't see the preview either, so I'll have to I'll have to find a way to watch it. Um, yeah, I thought this was uh, uh, here's my question. Here's my question about the the scenario. How long is uh, is Lizzie on on the run? How many episodes? Let me read this other email from Cassie, then I'll answer your question. Okay, read this other email from Cassie. She says, "Hi guys, I forgot to add." That I googled the Russian embassy's address. Stupid, I know. LOL. Um, Because it was on Wisconsin Avenue. She said, it's just that I'm used to all the embassies being on Embassy Row, mainly Massachusetts Avenue in D.C. So I wanted to check the accuracy of the show. Sure enough, the writers got it right. Cassie. Huh. So thank you. Thanks, Cassie. Yeah, that was that was that was good. That's an interesting bit of trivia. Well, I thought that was clever because when she's like, take me to such and such Wisconsin Avenue, and Red's like, no. Yeah, I'm like, where is it? Is she going back to her old apartment? Yeah, is she gonna hide Tom Keen's trapdoor <laughs> hiding spot? I thought she's gonna go to Tom Keen's garage house. That's what I thought. Garage house. I thought it was gonna be garage yeah, that's house. That's what I assumed. She's going to the garage house. Yeah. Um, garage house. Uh, but yeah, no, it was um, it was indeed the embassy. Um, but anyways, how many is she gonna be on the run for? I think it's gonna be a season wide. Season long thing, or at least half season. I think it's gonna be half. If they cut the season into halves, like they did last season, and the one before, you know how they've been doing that, like taking a couple months off. I think it's gonna. She's gonna be on the run for this. Is that's this is gonna be the theme this season, or this half season, yeah. however long. You know what would be great. You know what would be great. What? I'm gonna call it right now. What would be super cool? Hmm. If at the half season finale. The episode closes with Lizzie walking in to FBI headquarters and mm. then kneeling down on the floor and putting her hands behind her head. Like, like in the beginning did. of this episode! Yeah, it comes full circle. That'd be pretty cool. I want to see, like, Helen Mirren or some other old lady actress go, I am Irina Rostova, like yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, we need to have. Oh, yeah, we do need to have mother-daughter thing. Like, they've too heavily hinted this this stuff with her mom to to just make it go away. Yeah, who would be a good old lady actress for this? A good Liz. Well, not Keen old. Mom. Not old, but like Liz Keen. Keep in mind, is about your age or a little bit younger. Um, yeah, if we're going by actress age. So, yeah. person to play her mother would be fifties or sixties. Yeah. So not probably someone, not one of these old great actresses that we so love. Yeah. Mm. I don't know who I would cast for that. Um. <clears throat> It's hard, because she would have to look like Lizzie, and Megan Boone has a very distinctive square face. Yeah, she does. Um, she's got the flat face, which is, as you know, that's my type. That's No, it's, it, it is, isn't it? That's one of my types, is the flat face, yeah. You, get the, you go for the flat face. Yeah. Such a flattering type, too. No, it's not. I, it's a very good. It's a good-looking type. What I mean is a flattering name for a type. Yeah, the flat. Oh, you're a flat face. <laughs> hey, what's up? Vaguely racist. It does sound vaguely racist, but what I mean is like your forehead and your chin are on the same plane. If you were make to make a line. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Your forehead and your chin are I, on this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. Um. We all know the type. Mm-hmm. We all know that that. that profile feature, yes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Oh, I um, in honor of Russia, 
I looked up our Russian iTunes reviews for this week, for this episode. Do we have any? No. But I thought that may be a fun thing to do is check the check because I've I've only yeah. been checking like I only I only like ad hoc check the other countries and uh, iTunes reviews. The way well, iTunes so reviews goes is it looks when you log into iTunes it, it, it you have your country where you live and it you're looking at it through that lens. Yeah. And you can only see the reviews uh, from that thing. So I, I logged in as Russia and checked it out. And um, we are not nothing reviewed there. You're not popular in Russia. You're not. That's too bad. You should do that for every every place that Lizzie uh, goes. Yeah, since she was uh, technically on Russian soil, for right? That place. What you, is yes, that is Russian. So, yeah. That's why they can't get her. Do you think they use Russia, go on a Russian time zone? Uh, Nate asks, remembering that Russian ha- Russia has like six or seven time zones. Because it's a gigantic country? It's just, it's uh, like, it's, it's probably the most pain in the ass country to, to work remotely. Oh, yeah. You know what I bet they do? I bet they have those things where they have like three or four clocks on the wall. Probably. Moscow, St. Petersburg. Yeah, except they say Moscow and St. Petersburg. <laughs> Sochi uh, Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see how because many... that's the name. Of the, that's the name of the place. Actually. Yeah, how many time zones in Russia? Eleven time zones, Levi. What? Eleven. That's half the hemisphere. Eleven time zones, Levi. That's crazy. That's high. It's seven a.m. here. What time is it there? Six p.m. <laughs> hey, check out the new blacklist on seven a.m. six p.m. Western. <laughs> six p.m. Eastern. Five p.m. <laughs> The, the day before Western. Next to Easter. <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> 4, 4 p.m. Eastern Central. Check out a, check out a new The Blacklist on this Thursday or Friday. Central. <laughs> Holy shit. 11. 11 times. What a stupid... I mean, it's a huge country. <laughs> I thought it was going to... First, I thought five, and I thought, I'm surely I'm exaggerating by saying five. <laughs> no way a country would have more than five time zones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. No wonder they drink so much vodka. Racial. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. With that, this has been a it's been fun to be back podcasting with you, brother. That, that was well, well with you. It has been. Let's uh, let's do this again next week. Yeah. For yeah. another episode of the Blacklist. The Blacklist, Bjork Brothers. Bjork Brothers podcast. <laughs>
11 <laughs> fucking time zones? That's ridiculous. Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.